Welcome to the Alex Merced Cast, where Alex Merced of alexmerced.com brings you principled, thoughtful, libertarian commentary on issues that matter. Hey everybody, this is Alex Merced from alexmerced.com and you're listening to the Alex Merced Cast. Now again, this is part of our series of Bonus Monday episodes and if you guys are really enjoying the content on these Bonus Monday episodes, please do consider subscribing um, as a patron over there at patreon.com slash alexmerced. Whether it's $1, $5, $10 a month, it all goes to help as we're going to reassess what's going on with the podcast and many of my other Liberty projects um, at the end of June. And it's going to be dependent on sort of my ability to financially, how feasible it is financially for me to keep kind of doing the output that I have um, as I'm going through some transitions in life, which we'll talk more about at a later juncture. But so please do consider that it, it, it does help. It does matter. Going over to patreon.com slash Alex Merced and becoming a subscriber. It gives you access to the discord group and we'll be giving other perks as we go along. Now, today what I want to talk about is polarization and why polarization matters. Because a lot of times people in politics, their focus is, I want to promote my ideas, and I don't care if people are upset by hearing my ideas, Um, I don't care. Now, there's a couple of reasons why that's a bad way to approach it. I mean, one is, generally, if you make people upset, they're not listening to you, and they're less likely to embrace your ideas. But not just that, Oftentimes, you actually push them further away. You polarize. So oftentimes, you know, saying that trying to push people too much ends up pushing them further in the opposite direction. This is kind of what's going on in the country right now as a whole. You have a lot more polarization as people dig in and dig in and dig in. Is it because everyone's trying to push people in a very quite quite a distance? Um, and either to the left or to the right or to whatever view people want to push. But polarization really has, and, and it's not just that, but it's also just the nature of politics. Because the nature of politics is to win an election, you need 51%. So you can upset, anger, be mean to 49% of the population and still retain power. And that's what politics oftentimes produces down to. It's just, you know, how can I get 51% to hate, resent, or be scared of the other 49% enough to vote for me against that. Okay, it's never about, oh, I want to have everybody in the same, on the same page because you're never going to be able to please, please everybody enough to exceed what someone can please 51% of the people, in a sense. Okay, so I can theoretically imagine a scenario where, hey, everyone at the table is, is happy to an extent. They have something they can live with, yes. You know, but the value they get out of that scenario is going to be less than the value they get if the person who caters to just 51% so decides to be willing to unplease, let's say, 49% of the people, the value they'll get in that scenario. Okay, so it's just sort of natural, sort of the, the, the irrationality, the rational irrationality of politics. Okay, um, we're basically, you know, it creates this incentive to maximize the value for something, to create this coalition that subjugates another. So that means the way, and the thing is that I only need you to vote for me for one moment, so it's much easier to use fear than hope. 
Okay, because hope requires me to give you a vision of the future and how good the future can be. That's powerful, but even more powerful is what you can lose right now. So there's a lot of behavioral studies that say people are much more willing to act on losing something than they are on getting something. So a message of fear is gonna be much more powerful in the short run than a message of hope. And this is why candidates oftentimes focus on fear, on, on the horrible things that are gonna to happen to you if the other candidate wins. And their supporters who are horrible people for voting for that person, and you don't wanna be a horrible person, so don't vote for them. Don't even think, talk to them, don't look at them. And this creates sort of a division society. Now this is great for the purposes of winning elections. You sit there and you create these divisions and your voters are your voters. So even if you you know, don't necessarily do all the things you say, as long as they think the other person would have done things that are worse, you're good. That's the nature of sort of electoral politics, okay? This is very different than sort of market democracy in the sense where basically me choosing happens on a daily basis. Me choosing McDonald's happens on a daily basis and they mess up on one transaction, I don't go to them for the next, okay? While if I vote for president, I'm stuck with that president for four years and they're gonna do all sorts of things over the next four years and I'm only given two choices and if the other choice is worse, then I'm, well, you know, that sucks. So that's sort of the, the story was going on here with politics. But the thing is that it also has a social and economic cause because the more divided we are from each other, the more we, we start hating, resenting, fearing each other because of the political divides, because of, because of, of the nature of politics to exaggerate um, and maximize sort of the things that divide us, to amplify them. The result is our, communi- our local communities break down our families break down, our, um, all these things. And it's, it's those social connections that allow us to help each other and kind of provide that voluntary social help or aid that society needs for the people who, you know, need help. And then that, that, that hurts and also hurts economically because we're less willing to do business with each other. We're, we're less willing to help each other. We're less willing to converse with each other. All, a lot of the benefits that the free exchange of ideas, the free exchange of capital, the free movement of things get that aren't there if we don't talk to each other, if we don't associate with each other, if we don't have to agree with each other on everything. But we have to be willing to be freely coexist. And politics is a tendency of undermining that. This is one reason why, as a libertarian, I'm very concerned about the the um, the power of government. Because the more power government has, the more consequences consequential elections are, and the greater the impact of the natural polarization of electoral politics. So, if I want to depolarize, well, first we need to depolarize politics. Because until we start talking to each other, associating with each other, con- uh, conversing with each other, it's kind of hard to have that free world that I want. But on the retro- but also at the same time, things will only depolarize if electoral politics becomes something that people don't need to pay attention to, if it becomes less consequential, and that will only happen with less government power. So this is to me like a very, a very practical, a very high level reason why, even if you're not like a libertarian through and through with me, who just really loves free markets and really believes in free people, that limiting of governments to limit polarization, I think, is a very compelling reason to why to understand as a major benefit sort of to the to the libertarian program of, of sort of limiting government, um, getting government out as many things as possible. So I kind of wanted to, that was the point of today. I wanted to really kind of present that argument and have that discussion because I think that's an important discussion to have. 
that isn't being had enough because everyone always just blames the other side for being the, the source of all the polarization. No one wants to accept their role in creating that polarization because to them that polarization is that, that creating that anger and frustration and, and fear of the other side um, is, is how they win. And they don't want to give up their tool, their, 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 their weapon, but they sure do want to take it away from the, uh, their opponent. But the problem is, in order for society to really thrive, we need to, and this is why I always use the term uh, disarming our hearts, because that's literally what we're doing. We're disarming our hearts. We're saying, you know what? We're, gonna, we're not going to be so defensive. We're not going to be so antagonistic. My heart, I'm going to let my heart be open to disappointment to be open to things not always going right because until we're open to uncertainty um you know uh, everything is uh, there's always uncertainty in everything it's kind of like relationships people who have a hard time being in a relationship because they're scared of being hurt they're scared of the uncertainty there's a chance that things might work out and they'll have a happy life there there's in, in uncertainty there's also the hope of something good but they're so scared of the, the chance of something bad that they just don't take on that uncertainty at all. And this is society as a whole. We get so scared of the bad that we close off to the good. So this is why it's depolarization is so important and depolarization is going to really be dependent on our, our limiting of government power and limiting of the role of sort of electoral politics in our lives. So uh, that's what I wanted to say today. My name is Alex Merced from alexmerced.com. If you guys enjoyed my message, if you guys enjoy my episodes, if you guys enjoy the things that I do and the message that I'm getting out there, I really do hope that you can consider becoming a supporter over there at patreon.com slash alexmerced. $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month. The goal is to show, the, the, if anything, at least a dollar a month, just so that way I can know you're out there. I know the school supporters are out there. I know that they want me to keep doing what I'm doing. And, um, yeah, I would appreciate that very much. And it does go a long way. It does make a difference. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Alex Merced cast. Learn more at alexmerced.com, libertarian101.com, and libertarianwingmedia.com. Follow Alex Merced on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.